We're on the road. Where transportation goes, community grows. Welcome to On the Road with the MTA. And welcome to another edition of On the Road with the MTA. I'm Jay Gibbons, along outside with Stephanie Kay from the MTA. It's 2024. I know, it's kind of hard to remember to write that, isn't it? I know. What do you, can you expect more in 24? Oh, I like that. Well, I said there's going to be better in store in 24. There we go. Yeah. See, we got all the slogans starting up. I know, because yeah, expect more in 24. I'd exactly. Like expect more in 24. Yeah, because 23 was not so good for me. That rhymes too. <laughs> well, it was both good and bad, because well, you know, yeah, we lost some valuable and incredible important family members and you lost your twin brother yeah, last year right you lost my year. mother who yeah. was very close yeah. with so yeah. and christmas did not seem like christmas because there was no snow it just seemed kind of weird this year yeah it was weird now it's making up for it it is i know a little slick this morning on the way in so do be careful on the road you never know there could be some black <laughs> ice out there it could be scary but we do have somebody who's not so scary on with us and it's denise diller she is the executive director right now of the crossover outreach she's been in place since 2021 Right around the COVID time, you know, that uh-huh. happened oh, yeah. for sure. But she's um, has some great, interesting, and wonderful, exciting information for us. Denise, thank you for joining us this morning. Well, thank you for having me, and Happy New Year. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. Well, she was actually one of the speakers at our Genesee Valley Rotary meeting yesterday, and she okay. did a fantastic job. I invited her in because, Denise, how long have you been working on this new opening that you had just had on November? Well, we've been working on it for many years. I actually started with Crossover in 2012, and it was probably about three to four years in when we received a donation, and we decided we were going to start working toward a new building because our our lovely 100-plus-year-old building that mm-hmm. gave so much love was just kind of falling apart around our ears. Um, and so I believe it was eight years or so that it took to make all the moves to purchase the land and get everything ready and then raise all the funds to be able to build this brand-new, beautiful building so that we could serve more people in a greater capacity. And where is it located? So we're right on Court Street uh, downtown, 414 West Court Street between Grand Traverse and Oak. So um, actually on the exact same uh, plot of land where we have been for the last 32 years, we we built this new building seven feet away from the old one um, and then had to demolish that old building to put in the parking lot. So it was a wow. bittersweet day to see that beautiful place go, but um, it was important for moving forward, uh, especially with serving so many people each year to have a, a, a newer facility that's designed for what we do and uh, is in good condition. So when people come in, not only do they, they know what we do and they know why we do it, but that they feel loved and that they know they're, that they're worth this. Well, I know that you, new facility. yes, that facility was not near big enough because you do some big, wonderful things for the community and share with us what crossover outreach does for the community. Cause some people may never heard of it. They don't know what you do and you do so much. Can you share with us in a nutshell? I know it'd be hard to do, but what all you do yeah. for people? Absolutely. Well, um, you know, we were started 32 years ago by three of our downtown churches, Court Street United Methodist, First Presbyterian, and St. Paul's Episcopal Church. Um, They all came together to create Crossover, and then we were joined um, by Riverside Tabernacle, which is now Every Nation Church, as a supporting congregation with the mission to show the love of Christ by feeding, clothing, and providing services and programs to those in need, restoring hope and rebuilding lives. 
So on a daily basis, we help people who are struggling financially with free emergency food, clothing, personal hygiene products, cleaning supplies, household items, all of those basic things you need to be able to present yourself um, for a getting a new job or to feel good to move forward with those things that you're working toward, to, to overcome those life-challenging issues that, that everyone encounters, um, but are so much more difficult when funds are not available. Well, as a single mother, um, I had struggles we, for sure, but I didn't know about a lot of these agencies that are out there. I'm just learning about them, you know, recently, mm -hmm. but there are so many wonderful things that you will do. I know people might have a lot of pride. They don't want to come and see you. They don't want to ask for help, but if there are people listening that need help, they know of somebody who needs help. How can they reach you to get some of these great services? So if they've never been here before, all they have to do is show up. We're open for services Tuesday through Friday from 10 to 2.30. Um, and, and everything we do is out of our, our faith, right? We don't have an expectation of faith in return. I like to say that um, I don't care if you're atheist, agnostic, Buddhist, Hindu, Muslim, Christian, whatever. When you walk through our doors, you're hurting. Our job is to make you feel better so that when you walk through the door to know that you're loved, to know that you're seen, uh, and, and to know that our entire job, what we do is to try to help lift you up. I mean, everybody has those moments in life. We're all a job loss or a health issue or some other life controlling issue away from needing to walk through the doors of a place like Crossover. And we're very cognizant of that. And um, we want people to know just because things are difficult right now, that's, that's why we're here and then we can help guide you. We can get you the items that you need, but, but help to direct you to other resources as well so that you can get back on your feet and then you can turn around and help someone else. And that's the beauty of it is, you know, it's just we're, we're in this world together. We're in this all together. And if we can help each other out, what a wonderful world. <laughs> Absolutely. And so rewarding too, you can help people like that. Yep. So what do are some of, what are some of the items you might be needing right now? Do you need like household items? Do you need personal hygiene? What's the best thing so, you could use? I mean, on a regular basis, all the things we give are things that um, that we need donations of. Uh, good quality, gently used clothing, um, specifically um, children's pants right now are a big need. Um, we have quite a bit of tops, but we need bottoms to go with them. <laughs> um, you know, pajamas uh, for all ages and stages, men, women, children. Um, we can always use personal hygiene products, deodorant, um, you know, those types of things. We have a lot of toothpaste right now, but deodorant is always a struggle. Um, laundry detergent and cleaning supplies are also always a struggle. So those are really, really helpful. So I know you said there was a opportunity for people that maybe had um, Girl Scouts or somebody who wanted to do some volunteering. You could always use volunteers to help sort the food and sort those clothing items and do things for you that way as well, right? Absolutely. Um, we, on a daily basis, need help, but we know we do the first sort on the dock, but we need help double checking those clothing items, making sure all the buttons are there, uh, the zippers work, and then labeling them with the size so that when we hang them, it's easier for people to shop from. It's easier them, for them to find their size. Um, but we always have opportunities this coming uh, for MLK Day. We're going to have volunteers who are helping to sort food donations that we received at the Firebirds uh, Fight Against Hunger Oh, yeah. game, uh, game that they had this past weekend, um, sorting those and making sure that, 
you know, all the, the similar foods are together. So when we put them out on the dot or on our um, shelves. Well, I'm glad you um, mentioned that but, because if somebody needs to come and help volunteer, help you know, maybe pick things up from you, um, MTA is providing free rides on MLK Day on Monday, January 15th. So they can take the bus for free or they can call your ride with a 24-hour notice so they can get a free ride to your location to pick up those items or to help volunteer. Fantastic. That's yeah. awesome. So share the word. I love yeah. our community. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Doesn't it, it takes a village, doesn't it? I love partnering together with people like it that. Does. No, I was just going to say that that whole village mentality. We actually, after you know, we take those first time walk ins, but after that, we ask people to have a referral because we work with over a hundred different agencies who are doing wonderful work helping people to, uh, you know, with drug addictions to to become, you know, to help with their addiction issue, uh, to mental health issues, you know, you name those life controlling issues. We work with those agencies and they can refer their clients over to us to get that assistance with the basic needs. So we really do. Um, it does take a village and we work hard to work with all of those different wonderful agencies that are doing amazing work in our community to collaborate with them to make sure that those people who are working with them have what they need to well, be I, successful too. I know you mentioned back to school supplies can be so expensive, especially if you have, you know, four yes. children in the family and you have a program that gives kids back to school supplies, which is includes clothing and school, like arts and crafts things and that's a lot. What do you give them for the back to school package? Because it sounds yeah. like an awful lot. So that's one of our annual programs. And, and our goal is that when we send a child back to school, we want them to have everything they need to just focus on learning. So they each get two new shirts, two new pair of pants, six new pair of underwear and socks, a new pair of tennis shoes, and a new backpack with age appropriate supplies. Wow. That's um, a lot. Yeah. Typically, we're in the 180 to 250 children that receive that every single year, and we are very adamant that it's specific to them so that if the child goes to a charter school where they have to wear a uniform, then it's their school uniform colors in their size. If it's uh, a school that does not require uniforms, then it's, you know, street clothes, regular jeans, t-shirts, etc. So it's, it's built, each basket, each little backpack is built for that specific child based wow. on the information the parents provide us. Do you have enough for all the kids that might be in need of these things? And if so, how do you pay for all that? So we actually, uh, we write for grant funding. We have wonderful people who donate items during that time of year that'll bring us in crayons or markers or any of those types of things, clothes. People will buy them on clearance and bring them into us. It's amazing. Um, but we have wonderful donors, our churches. Um, we're 100% privately funded. So all the programs like the Back to School are, are funded through private donations and grants and, and donations of those items that we need as well. So we're going to be uh, doing our Easter program where we provide families with a box of all of the, what you would consider the non-perishables for a typical Easter meal and a gift card or a, a ham or some other protein source for that dinner. But each of the children will get a small basket as well. Um, we send up to 40 kids to uh, summer camp every summer and we provide transportation and all of that to make sure that the kids can get up north and have that experience. Um, we, as of November 1st, every child that needs a coat gets a brand new coat, hat and gloves. Um, if we can, we also give out boots, which we have quite a few, quite a bit of right now. Um, we have our 
Thanksgiving program where we provide the the box with all the non-perishables and a gift card to purchase the turkey. And then we, um, we provide Christmas for families as well, making sure that not only the kids have things, but that there's a little something for mom, dad, Aww. grandma, grandpa, whoever That's else happens important. to be in the household. That is so nice. I mean, yeah. you, mentioned, you mentioned all of these things and I know the need is so great. I've seen it. I've, I know it. But how do you provide for all of them? And you, are there other kids you have to say, I'm sorry, we don't have enough school supplies to go around or run ran out of boots? I mean, that, that's just so many to have to to help. Well, we, we sign people up. We do a lot of work with the Department of Health and Human Services who sends names over to us of people who really do need that. Um, but we, we do have to limit it. Unfortunately, it's sure. not just every single person who calls us. Um, so those annual programs, it's typically, you know, we, we write for that grant funding, we max it out as much as we can. And then we are, we nickel and dime every purchase that uh -huh. we make, trying to make sure that we're getting the best quality for the lowest price that we can, because every, every dollar we save is another dollar we can spend on another child. So sure. we work really hard to to serve as many as we can with the funding that we do have. You did share a story with us. I hope you can share on air as well. And that is you help all these people and we see it every day, but until you have a specific story, you don't realize just how great the need is. When you said there was two little boys and the older boy said that his yep. little, his little brother so. was eating to get till he got sick. Tell us about that story. Yeah. Yeah. We had a, we have, so every year we send up to 40 kids to um, a summer camp and the one year we had two brothers who were going with us um, and their father had been murdered a couple of years prior and mom had been struggling. Um, they had just moved out of the shelter into a place of their own and uh, we, we had our pre-camp party, which we, you know, get all the kids together so that they get to know each other. So it's not so intimidating to get on the chartered bus to go up to camp. It takes four hours to get up there. You want to make sure the kids are comfortable with each other before sure. they're getting on the bus to head on up. So, um, you know, we always have pizza and, and, and things like that at the party. And this little guy ate and, and he came up to me and said, I don't feel so good. And he said, I think I ate too fast or I ate too much. It's like, okay. And so he, he was feeling a little better later and we got on the bus and we took the kids up and we dropped them off at the camp. And uh, we went back up to get them a week later. And on the way back, we always ask for the kids to write a story, to share with us, you know, what camp meant to them, what were their favorite things, you know, just to, to, get a little bit of information about what they loved most about camp. And in reading the older brother's story, he was talking about how his little brother ate until he got sick every single day while he was up at camp. And it hadn't clicked for me until that moment that that was probably the first time in a long time that that little guy had had breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks and had never had to worry about when the next meal was coming and so when the food was in front of him, he ate until he couldn't eat anymore. Aww. And that he just ate himself sick every single day and just not trusting that it was going to be there the next time. Man, it's, we don't realize how lucky we are, do we? Right. You don't. No, it's just incredible. Yeah. And you also have and, a story. And, and you think about the trauma of that, you know, and, and having to get beyond that as a little one. Oh, it's hard. I can't even imagine. And you also shared a story yeah. about the need of clothing, how important that was. There was a woman's story that you shared with us and that was very powerful as well. Actually, I think it was, it was, so we had a young woman, it was the household. It was the mop story. Okay. You had so many, that was I a good think. one. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. So, um, 
we we actually so when we give household it's meant to help someone move into a new place so um we asked to see a leash when you moved in the last 30 days but then it's we provide plates silverware cups bedding and towels for everyone in the family small electronics pots and pans and kind of a mishmash of what we have so we'll on a regular basis we have rugs and uh, different things like that curtains etc um, but it's a good start to that new home and we had a, a, a young woman she was 19 years old and she had just gotten her very first apartment um, she'd come in to get some items because she was starting from scratch she didn't have anything and um, she'd been taking the boxes out to her car and she came back in and one of our workers Andre had brought down this spin mop you know it's just this little it's this just this nice little mop where you push a little button and the water spins out and then you can mop your floors um, we'd had quite a few of those donated to us at the time and this young lady just started bawling she just broke right down and and it took her a minute to stop crying and we finally we finally were like, you know, hey, what's going on? Are you okay? What What's wrong? And she said, you don't understand. I was up last night worrying how I was going to make my payments, how I was going to pay all these bills with my apartment and the heat and all these other things. And I saw this infomercial for this spin mop and I thought someday, someday I'm going to be, I'm going to have enough money. I'm going to be set enough that I could have something nice like Aww. that. And the fact that she had that was just it was kind of a sign to her that things were going to be okay. You know, sure. she just, she took, it, it was amazing. And, and it's beautiful how those moments happen here on a regular basis. You know, we'll have someone who had, a, I had a friend who had her mother's furniture after her mother passed away and she'd kept it for years. And the one day she said, she called me and she said, it's time. And I'm like, okay. She said, I'm bringing all the furniture in. And so in the old building, we had no space and we had all this furniture and it was all stuck and clogging up our children's shopping area. And um, it was probably about three hours later that uh, a caseworker and a family came in and she said, you know, look, they'd been homeless for X amount of time. They just got this house and they have nothing we're here to pick up the regular, you know, they just were looking for the plates and silverware and cups and all of that. And they were looking for some clothing and things to get a, a start in this new place. And, and we were like, so they don't have this? No, they don't have that? No. And it was everything that they were hoping to get was what she had brought in that day. Oh my gosh. Meant to be. So their worker went and rented a U-Haul, came back and, and we were able to get them set. And, uh, it's a, we are a religious organization. It was one of those moments where you're just like, you know, God works in mysterious ways. Mm -hmm. I've heard it God winks all the time. I've heard of God winks. So I will God winks. Like you said, okay, I gotcha. And that's yep. like, that was a definitely a God yep. wink. Oh, that's so awesome. And, and it happens all the time. Karen, our center coordinator, who's been here for 30 years, will say to me, Denise, we need A, B, and C. And I'm like, okay, we'll get right on that. And we'll put something out on Facebook so that we can get it. And then like, I had one day that I forgot to post it. The next morning I went and talked to her. I said, oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot to post that we needed this thing. She goes, oh, that's okay. Somebody dropped it off. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> that's incredible. Like, all right. So <laughs> it happens all the time. It's, it's amazing. And, and to just to meet people and, and to see how much we have in common and to understand, you know, to really see that, there's so many things that we have, not only in common, but 
that we're all in that position every once in a while. And it's a beautiful thing to have people come back to us and say, hey, you know what? I'm in the position now where I want to give back to you. Sure. I think that's great. And, and so that we can turn around and help someone else. And it's it's a beautiful cycle. You know, we're all in need of assistance at some point. And, and pride just gets in the way because every single one of us needs well, like, a helping hand at some point. At some point. I was a single mom. I didn't know about it, so I didn't ask for it. I mean, I, I got by, but that would have been so much nicer to have help mm-hmm. like that. And like you said, we are all yeah. just one incident away from possibly being homeless ourselves. If we had maybe a medical issue that a car accident, we'd have the insurance. And yep. it's, I mean, you don't know what could happen to you. So it's just like a little exactly. insurance policy. If we help out crossover re- outreach with maybe some items or when, when you outgrow them, you know, your yep. clothing or whatever you might have, food, then it's a little insurance policy. It'll be there for you if you might ever need it. Just remember to pay it forward. Absolutely. Always. Exactly. Well, well, that is amazing. Well, I can't thank you enough for all you do to help people get back on their feet and have them get some clothing if they were going for a job interview. And you do so much for everybody. Is there anything else that you want to share with us that you maybe you do that we didn't know about? Honestly, at this point, uh, we're, we're set, getting settled in, and then there's a couple of things that we plan to do in the future. I'll reach back out to you then, but I wanted to thank you guys for helping us with our bus passes because that's the one thing when people come in and they have, you know, they've walked or someone's dropped them off and they're leaving with bags of clothing and food and other things, the bus passes that you gave us allow us to provide them a way home that helps them to get those things home without so much struggle. And, oh. and it's exceptionally appreciated. So glad to hear that. It just yep. doesn't make you just so grateful to work someplace, Jay, Absolutely. that you can help people. Yep, we're more than just transportation here. Yep, it's, yep. you know what, I think that kind of reward hearing that is is important as the paycheck. Yep, absolutely. You're helping people. <laughs> and you're going to heaven today, so you got little angels <laughs> under the, little angel wings under your shirt, you're going to heaven. All you well, do. I'm talking to two people. I'm gonna be in good company. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like it a little warmer, so I don't know. <laughs> no. I was waiting for winter, and winter finally showed up. So yeah. Well, Denise, thank you so much. I know you're so busy. We'll let you get back to helping the community out there. And I want to invite you back anytime you have anything else that you would like to share with us. And you're as an open invitation for you. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you guys, and we look forward to giving everybody a tour of the new building, and are excited about the amazing things that we will be. Able able to accomplish because of the additional space that, that we sounds have. great now so, do you have a phone number they can guys. call do you have a phone number they can call in case they do want to take a tour they want to donate they yep. want to volunteer absolutely 810-234-2479 can always visit us at crossoveroutreach.org um, we're on facebook we're on instagram <laughs> And Excellent. now you're on on and the road. And now you're on on the road with the MTA with Jay and Stephanie K. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Denise. And keep listening every week because we try to bring you something important, helpful, maybe free the community has to offer. You've been listening to On the Road with the MTA. For more information on our services and community outreach, visit us online anytime at www.mtaflint.org. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. The MTA, your community, your connection, your way.